Ryan, first of all, what I'll get you to do is maybe tell everybody a little bit about yourself, actually. I am uh, Ryan Kroos from Yorkton, I'm the York Storm Hunter, McCannward trained uh, spotter, um, photographer, graphic designer, musician, um, jack of all trade, masters of none. <laughs> Um, so how did you get, first of all, uh, sometimes I ask this to a lot of different people, um, how did you kind of get into the world of storm chasing, first of all? Well, I think it started off when I was about four. Um, me and my brother were actually just talking about this last week. He remembers like when kids would go outside and play soccer, I was out writing down the weather report from GX94. You know, I got logs and logs of all the weather storms from years and years and years kind of thing. And I guess... <laughs> Kind of died off for a while, and then the last couple of years, I would say about 2009, 2010, picked right back up, and now I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's actually a great point. So, maybe tell us a little bit about what you've been up to in the 2013 season. I know you've kind of been up to a lot of different things, been live streaming and on a different um, tornado worn storms and everything, kind of been all over the place in the province this year. Oh, yeah. Maple Creek, like, seven times in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Getting good on the gas. Um, yeah, pretty much started off with um, winter streaming, I guess. Um, I actually tended to winter stream just to set up. I was using Ustream, and um, I was just using the winter time to test all the software. I've never done it before. I know nothing about it. Went out with a few times, and people were just loving it. Ended up on Global News from it. They did a live interview with me on Skype and uh, kind of got picked up and, yeah, went from there. So what was what has been, so far this season, what has been, what has to be your favorite storm that you guys have been on, gotten on this, this year? Do you have a favorite? The day, I can't think of the day at the moment. Uh, I had a piece of paper but I lost it. <laughs> um, I was out towards the Roxton campsack area where we were in a, a vortex with three tornadoes at once. That was pretty epic. Uh, I was told that um, that's far few between in Canada, Saskatchewan especially, that uh, I may never actually see that, see it again kind of thing. So that was pretty awesome. And then the next day was when Reed Timmer asked me to become a member on TVN. So how has that been for you being getting on uh, onto T- TVN? Has that sort of been something that you really enjoy overall in the streaming uh, sort of realm? Is that something that you really enjoy being able to do? Oh, it's awesome. Um, it's good. I have a driver now. Like Chris, like I've got a team. Like I've gone out a couple times by myself when the storm's not severe and stuff. You know, like sat out and watch York and get hit and people in York can watch themselves get hit, I guess you want to say, but um, generally like uh, Chris Flasco, we call him Selmnar. He's my driver, Katie Victor. She's a second photographer um, and myself. And um, it's good having a team when we go out, especially live streaming. Cause then if something goes down, I can try working on bringing it back up without having to pull over and right. spend right. 10 minutes on the side of the road somewhere. <laughs> So, um, what was the date of the uh, tornado in your camp sack? I was going to look that up here. Oh, I could tell you in a few seconds. That was, um, I had it up and then I lost it. Yeah, I had all the stuff written on a piece of paper. And uh, ADHD is awesome that way. <laughs> uh, July 6th. At July 6th. 32 right. p.m. So, tell us about yeah. that day. How did that all come about for you guys? Well, 
Uh, we started out driving, um, and then we ended up um, driving with and met up with uh, Owen Parker, who's another spotter from Melville, which is about half an hour away from um, Yorkton. It's uh, kind of going around the area. Um, this was, I wasn't using the software, he was using it, I was using just Environment Canada, and now I'm using a little bit more stuff, which gets me better in front, you know, using storm tracking and that stuff, and that was actually a lot, a lot of it was learned from him. Um, yeah, we started off going to Melville, caught an awesome shelf cloud, and then headed to Brenbury, then Churchbridge, picked up Katie, um, then headed to Roxton, from Roxton went to Camsack. Uh, we said we could tell something was on radar. We thought it was going to be further out to the to the north, and all of a sudden, yeah, it was, the we the wind was out of this world, and you can literally see the circle of rain around us. And as I got out of the car, we could see this funnel cloud, and I'm watching it, and it's you know turns to this giant tornado right in front of us. Phoning Environment Canada, first I almost lost my door on the car. It was so windy, like <laughs> sucked me right out of the car, and uh, had to run off the car behind me because this guy was texting and didn't realize nothing was going on. It's like, hey, hey, you know, hey, look. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm calling Environment Canada and letting them know what's going on. At the same time, Katie yells, Ryan, look behind us. And there's literally two tornadoes touching down, one of them coming towards the car. So I was like, okay, we got to go by. <laughs> I'm like, Chris, back the car up 30 feet. And then the, the other one started forming close to the highway. I'm like, Chris, go forward 30 feet. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. <laughs> So how long were those two on the ground for then? Were they like were they kind of for the same length of time each or I th- I think the one that was further to the north was only on the ground for I would say 5 to 7 to 10 seconds. Okay. Um for what we see we're not even certain with the one that was a little bit um I guess it would be like a little bit south of it. That's the one they're saying may or may not have been the tornado that was in the Ryan area when they were hit. Okay. I've never actually been, I don't know if that's ever been confirmed or not, mm-hmm. but it would have been in that area. Um, I'm not sure because it was so rain-wrapped, we could hardly see it. It wasn't until later when we'd gone through the video that we can actually see it because vis- visually, we almost barely couldn't see it because it was that intensive rain. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that from the pictures too, just how wrapped in rain the whole storm was. So, Yeah, I just knew the one on the... Uh, I guess it would be the east side of the road was big because I'm like, I was standing at this thing and I was like, my clothes were just coming into it kind of thing. I was like, but we were far enough that we knew we were safe where we were and there was never, you know, life wasn't on the line at any time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, we talked about what your favorite storm, by the way, for anybody watching, if you guys have any questions for Ryan or any of us, uh, Katie's here too as well. Um, you can ask us on the live chat, which is just below uh, the live stream player. If you're on saskatchewanweather.ca slash live or on Twitter, um, you can get a hold of us through there as well. Um, so we talked about what your favorite storm of the year was. What's sort of been your favorite overall experience just from not just the storm, but the whole day? Is it, is it sort of, has it been sort of the chases where you haven't had to go very far? <laughs> That's always a bonus. I'm like the, the, the day of the fair. I drove about half a kilometer and had like two funnel clouds right over the fairgrounds. <laughs> about 20 minutes and then I got back, went back home. <laughs> Quickest storm day ever. <laughs> but overall, um, that was probably definitely the highlight of the year. Um, another couple ones would be while, uh, can't think of the date at this moment, but another one would be on August 5th, just like two days ago. Right. That uh, intense shelf cloud we've seen on the way to Rollo. 
Yeah, I actually uh, have that picture here to put up. Yeah, that was a beauty, actually. That was a great story. I was, I was like easily the biggest shot caught I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I was definitely a bonus. We were kind of hoping that day wouldn't come, you know, to a complete bust. But <laughs> and I, I looked at it as, um, well, this might be our last chance, you know, depending on what the middle of August does with heat, if we ever get any. Um, so I figured, ah, let's go for it, and if we get something, we get something, and definitely a bonus to get. <laughs> but um, there was one other one I'm just going through here really quick. Um, it was the day I ended up running into Reed Timmer. With Dominator. The plow wind was pretty spectacular to see, too. On uh, July 13th, down by Pipestone. Okay. Okay. That was pretty wild. The wind was, like, shaking the car, like, on the side of the road. <laughs> so, between the two... Katie, Steve, and I, we talked about this on our roundtable podcast a few years ago. You mentioned that you've done streaming of both of uh, winter and summer storms. Overall, just on the streaming aspect, we'll start with, which season is your favorite? Um, which, which would be my favorite? Which season for storms is your favorite? The winter storms or, or summer storms? Well... Summertime, you know, <laughs> the the winter was definitely interesting, and uh, it was kind of neat to see when there's like 15 semis all pulled over on the side of the road, and you know you're you're looking at this and stuff. But nothing can't beat an intense shelf cloud. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, for sure. You're you're standing there in awe, you know, and and you get out the northern lights and you know all the fun stuff. Mind you, you get northern lights in the winter too, but. It's much uh, easier taking pictures of them when it's not minus 35. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could last a lot longer. Eh? <laughs> you'll, you'll learn how to buy new equipment for your fingers. In winter. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for lawn exposure shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and if you guys want to check out any of Ryan's work, uh, just go to his website, yorktonstormhunter.com. Uh, also, where can they find you on Facebook or on Twitter as well? Well, my Twitter handle is Ryan Kraus one um, one because uh, I had Ryan Kraus and somehow it wouldn't send me my password, so I had to make a new one, um, and which sucked, but whatever. And on Facebook, it's just, I guess, look for my name, and it's the one with the picture of the car with your store on it. I think it's just Ryan Kraus, spelled with a C. <laughs> Katie, did you have anything in particular you wanted to bring up to Ryan? been talking about this um josh and steven and i on previous um podcasts but i was just thinking of um what is your what is your um, perspective on like the importance of live streams during severe weather like in, in in your eyes is that a very um important thing and and how does that um give people you know warnings and what does that play a part of during the monitoring of intense storms? Um, it's not necessary, but it, I think it is definitely important. Um, when I went to Canmore training uh, in Regina and spoke to John Paul Craig, uh, he was telling us that he like watches the stream because the guys at Environment Canada, they only see what's in their building on radar. And if they can, yep. and they can watch a screen and see what's outside and compare it to their data without everyone constantly always phoning in, um, which sometimes can 
be delayed on their part. Um, right. They don't have, you know, right. like I can report on Twitter, hey, there's a hailstorm. He said he'll pop one, see the video, and then hey, hey, I can see it. You know, I don't have to, you know, necessarily call it in. So definitely uh, makes it quicker for um, getting the reports to Environment Canada. Um, what is what has been the most difficult storm? It doesn't have to be just this year in your whole experience of storm chasing. What's been the most tough, difficult storm that you've chased? <laughs> um, the one in the winter. <laughs> I don't know the day. It was something like middle of January. Uh, I had um, I'm trying to remember how the whole thing went down. Uh, the roads were so bad. Um, the, the one side down by the Humpty's restaurant in Yorkton that goes to the highway to Churchbridge, um, there was like 10, 15 semi sitting there. So we turned around and we, and they said there was a road close sign. So fine. Um, we headed towards Melville cause they said to use that as the alternative route. And that road was way worse than the other one. As we're driving, you can literally hear the crackling of the ground underneath you as, as the ice was breaking, as the snow was flying up at you. This, this, it was warm. So the snow was soft. Um, actually, I think that might have been later. That might have been more in April, if I'm not, not mistaken. There was one like that in January too, but I think the one I'm thinking about might have been in April because it was fairly warm and yeah. the snow was like yeah. just slush. And as we're driving, like we were driving, like no car on any road anywhere. So we were like we rolling kind of <laughs> in the middle of the road. And yeah, if, like if you stopped anywhere at any time, you would have been done. Kind of thing. Yeah, it was a little little tense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, winter storms can definitely be some of the most sort of intense to to handle. Um, what are your sort of uh, favorite things to shoot for photography? Is it is it storms in particular, or do you have other interests in photography as well? I like storms, northern lights, um, star trails, um, nature's like butterflies, and, you know, insects and stuff like that. Um, Want to learn some macro, but that's all coming. You know. I take pictures of flowers and stuff like that. Uh, what I can actually add this to, because um, sunsets I like taking too. And and I had one sunset that I can say was one of the hardest chases I ever did, <laughs> because we're eating supper at uh, I was out of my farm, and uh, I seen the sun going down and I got all excited. I didn't even finish and I grabbed the tripod and this is in the middle of winter and we have like five six feet of snow all around <laughs> us and I thought I could just clear out to the field get a nice perfect view. Well, by the time I got there. First, um, like the snow was so high that we used to have horses, so you had it all fenced up. And the the snow was at the top of the fence, so as I was running, I snagged my leg on the the on the wire and got my leg all cut, and then continued on after pulling my my it was all stuck to my you know pants and stuff, like the barbed wire. Kept going, and then when I got near the end of the bush line where the field starts, I sunk in the snow. And was literally up to my chest in snow and couldn't get out. <laughs> and I sat there for like 10 minutes pulling and yelling and screaming and swearing. And I had to like jam the camera so it wouldn't get stuck in the snow. And I pulled myself up with a branch. And, and by the time I got out and took my shot and was half freezing and totally missed the sunset. <laughs> so I got like birds flying or something. <laughs> that was one of my hardest chases. <laughs> was the sunset. I was going after a sunset. They'll follow trails because they're packed. <laughs> yeah, typically. Fresh snow is not. 
Um, so I know that you actually had the opportunity to um, follow on with uh, the Dominator 3 uh, team a couple of times, I believe. Um, what is that thing like in person? In oh, that's words? awesome. I, I love it. Um, I, I got to sit on a little while when they were setting up their Wi-Fi and stuff in town here. They're in front of Dairy Queen. And I sat up and um, Connor was in the front and I was helping him. And then we were looking at radar. Their seats were the most comfortable seats I've ever sat in. I did not want to leave. <laughs> but the things, you know, when you when you sit inside, it feels like a truck. Yeah. Because you know, essentially that's what it's based in. But it's when you get out, you're looking like, man, this thing's a tank. <laughs> I remember Sean saying that he actually like forgets sometimes why people are looking at him funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of cool. But yeah, definitely an awesome group of guys. I had a lot of fun with them. Ran into them a couple, two or three times. I have um, some video I haven't up, put it on YouTube yet. I have it all made, but it'll probably come up sometimes in the next week where we're, um, we ran into them. and I got a picture of Mike Scanlon coming out of the back, you know, videotaping and deploying and stuff. Cool. It was pretty cool to see. <laughs> so I know that you like going around in the Yorkton area and stuff. Is there a area maybe outside of Saskatchewan that you would sort of dream to be able to go chase in someday? Outside of Saskatchewan? Yeah. Um, I like to go to uh, somewhere towards Montana, North Dakota. I got my passport finally, so I just haven't had a chance to get out there. Uh, I know I won't be able to live stream because I don't have, a, you know, I don't want to pay that bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't have one of those AT&T cards that some people have. But, um, so if I went there, you know, it'd be all photogenic purposes and whatnot. But definitely would be cool because I know Montana, from what I've seen, is a gorgeous place. And, Mm-hmm. So, what are your sort of on? Do you have sort of any sort of ongoing projects that you can tell us about right now, like for the rest of the season, or maybe for next season that you're looking to to work on moving forward, or for the winter time? Well, I can say a little bit because I'm. It's in the works. Um, I may or may not be uh, having a different chase vehicle um, sponsored by Hosney's on in town. Um, don't really want to get in too much because it's it's in the works. But uh, if all goes well, uh, we'll have a lot of fun with that next year. <laughs> nice. Well, um, do you have any personal stories of weather that uh, maybe maybe wasn't when you were chasing? It could have just been when you're out at some event that that you kind of wished you had your camera for. Oh, that I wished I had my camera. Yeah. Or do you always have your camera with you? I generally take it everywhere I go. Like if I go to the farm, it's with me. Um, I've been bunch twice where I've seen like moose that um, I, you know, like ah. I, my, one of my ultimate goals with my SLRs, I want to get a nice photo of an owl, and I've only seen like, owls I've are seen one this year. Yeah, owls are hard to find in Saskatchewan, aren't they? They're pretty. Yeah, when I was a kid, they were everywhere. Like they used to like fly and land right on our shop, but it's been years. We hear them, but. Mm-hmm. Try finding them at two in the morning <laughs> when you're surrounded by bush and water <laughs> and snow. <laughs> but, um, nothing ultimately that I can think of. I know with the camera I had, um, it was Canada Day last year. Um, I went up to the farm. Actually, I spent like 200 bucks on fireworks. Had We did this great big fireworks show. I was taking pictures of the fireworks. Someone else was shooting them. And like 20 minutes later, we had this like one of the craziest lightning storms I've ever seen. And so that was kind of a nice bonus. It was like two lightning shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, Four? 
moving forward for the rest of the season, what is your sort of prediction that we could see in Saskatchewan? Do you think we're done yet? I know just sort of a few days ago, we kind of thought we were done, and then we had Monday. We had a bunch of strong storms. Do you think we're done yet for the season for severe weather? Um, in Saskatchewan, I've learned never to say never. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we are. Um, I could see maybe two or three. It depends on what happens with the heat. Uh, if we get a couple days in August where it you know, blows up to 30 or whatever it is that they're forecasting, like right now they're talking about what is next week or the week after, we might get something out of that. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if my on, on uh, August 5th was my last big chase day of the, of the season until winter. <laughs> yeah, I think that with the heat, if we do get the heat, I think that's going to bring an added possibility for for stuff heating up. And right now, starting sort of next week, we're going to get up into the mid twenties, so that's a start. But we'll see where it goes from there. Higher than it's been all summer. Yeah, well, it's a lot better than it was today. It's like what eighteen today. I was out walking and outside at like five o'clock tonight. Is like, sheesh, it's cold out here. <laughs> Has Regina hit thirty this year? Probably with the Humidex. Yeah, because um, I, I was reading, I think there's something on Global um, about only like three places in Saskatchewan, in this side of Saskatchewan, has actually hit 30 degrees Yeah, with without the Humidex. Like, Katie, I think we do you know? For one do you have any idea on what the hottest temperature in Regina has been? We had a, a week yeah, or two. We had, we, had, we had some hotter weather earlier in the season, but not recently that I can think of. I'm not quite sure, though. But I know the Humidex was up there. I remember checking, you know, several times, and it was quite hot. But I don't know if, if it was without. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't think I would have to agree with that. I don't think it, it was either. But, yeah, it's it's been a weird summer. Um, but as far as our tornado season, some people might find it hard to believe, but it's actually been pretty much on average is what is what they're saying versus last year where we had 33. So, But they've a uh, lot of, I know they're something I was reading. I could be wrong with this. A lot were more cold core funnel types this year where, you know, generally they don't touch down. And if they do, it's pretty rare because I know five or six that I know of were all cold core funnels. Um, like I remember last year watching different streams of other guys and yeah, they all had like, you know, F2s, F3s and there wasn't really much of that this year. You know, I think the biggest one in this side of Saskatchewan was that one by Camsack, but that I know of anyways. Yeah, that's really at least that we've seen, yeah, photos of, right? We've seen a lot of funnels actually. There hasn't been any lack of that, but as far as, uh, for sure touchdowns, it, it has been pretty... And and they, when it has touched down, they have they've been fairly weak and short lived. So definitely, yeah, if you're comparing it on a scale of strength and magnitude, it's way below last year. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But last year was also. I remember days where you couldn't see my uh, my temperature gauge because it was fogged over in like 45 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so you know there was a reason, I guess. But we didn't have that this year. <laughs> Katie, did you have anything else on your uh, agenda there? Um, well, when you're chasing and going out, you know, whether in the winter or the summer, does the danger aspect of chasing um, affect the way that you chase the storm? Well, um, as, as Ken warned 
trained. I, I like to tell people that um, uh, the difference between a spotter and a chaser is um, a chaser will stay as safe as they can be, um, or a spotter will stay as safe. A, a chaser is the one that'll go, you know, right into the trail. Ones that drive the tanks. <laughs> um, if I feel that I'm at risk, I'll either back down or stay in an area where I can watch from a distance. Um, there was a couple days where I was a little leery of going out just because of how the big potential was. Um, and fortunately enough, I was, you know, the, the one day where the big risk was, we actually had Natani Boryasa come out and uh, we all went together, which was awesome because he's, you know, well trained in the field. So, um, <laughs> winter time I actually feel more at risk than summer but to be honest I guess but just because of the, um, of the because roads of, right of the road conditions definitely <laughs> and in the summer uh, when we go to an area that's storm warmed and I'm watching the track and seeing where it's going and you know doing all that stuff um, you're always looking at the map and you always know well I can turn here and if this becomes here I can always turn to the east and get out of this area where in the winter you don't have that option. There's yeah. no side roads in you're Saskatchewan right. in the winter, <laughs> so you're in the highway or you're in the ditch, <laughs> and it's either sometimes both. But, but um, yeah, I, I guess one thing I get asked, um, I guess it kind of falls under this category as well. Um, why people tell me why I'm doing what I'm doing? You know, wanting to go towards a tornado or whatever, even even lightning, because lightning kills more people than tornadoes is um, the way I look at it is you can get hit by a car picking up your mail, <laughs> essentially. Um, so I don't really believe in, you know, being scared over much. I'm, I, uh, I also do ghost hunting, so, you know, it's, I, I've probably been more scared doing ghost hunting than I've been doing uh, storm chasing, <laughs> to, to be completely honest. <laughs> had some really weird, well, definitely a couple of weird experiences this, this season. So it's been a long year for me. This summer, not complaining. I've actually loved every second of the summer. But I've went from work straight to charm chasing, and on my days off, we're ghost hunting. So, <laughs> so it's my lawn has been cut once every three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I just saw Reed Tiber posted a photo the other day of his storm chaser lawn that's thriving. It basically looks like a forest in his backyard. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. About an hour long job took me about four and a half. <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you about um, the storm on June 19th, a uh, rotating uh, storm that went right past right over Regina. Um, how did you come upon that? On June 19th, um, that, that was the uh, that rotating, okay, that was a complete fluke. Um, <laughs> that, that morning I headed out, uh, I went to meet Natani. And our, our goal was to head out because um, Maple Creek area was all tornado worn. Right. And we were expecting to get some good activity there. We're, we're his houses and we're driving on the highway. And we look back and we're like, well, geez, what is this? Kind of a, and it was funny because when I was driving in the city, I was seeing the kind of wall cloud forming. And I, was, I actually took a full photo with it when we were at a red light. And um, by the time we got to his house, it was a little bigger, and we weren't really thinking much of it because how often does that happen? Eh? Yeah, we're leaving. We turn around. I think it was uh, Braden, one of the guys with us. He's like, "Holy cow! Look at that!" And we we stopped. I think we stayed there for about twenty minutes watching this whole. It was like literally the size of three houses, and by the time it was done, it was like over the whole city. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely. I've actually never really quite seen nothing like that before. 
it was kind of a nice little treat. <laughs> so you just happened to be in the area when that came by then? Right time with the right place. Yeah. Because <laughs> I saw photos of that as it started on Twitter. It started at the like at the west end of the city, right? So the southwest end, and everybody's taking photos of it and tweeting it like, look at this thing over Regina right now. And so and we got we kind of caught sort of the tail end, and we got it as it was dissipating, basically. But you could see the whole mothership rotation, and it was really cool. Um, Katie, did you see that storm? Um, I was actually uh, out of town. I was in um, Alberta that weekend, so. Oh man. Um, yeah, so I was definitely following along on Twitter. <laughs> Watching live on Twitter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but I wasn't actually there to see it, so that was definitely disappointing. <laughs> but there has been a few storms that have actually kind of gone right over the Regina area. There, there's been a couple of weeks where it seems like everything, as soon as it gets to Regina, it just dies. But there's been other storms that have kind of continued right, right on through Regina. Um, on, uh, on Monday, did you guys initially plan on targeting south of Regina? Where were you guys planning on targeting? The original goal was Wayward. Um, and as we were driving, we were just getting out of the city and I was at that, I think number six turn off or whatever. And I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's just turn there. And something told me to go that way. I'm actually happy I did because I would have never seen that shell cloud. <laughs> like we, we ended up. Pretty close to Assiniboia is where we ended up. Took a few shots there and then went home to go. Well, actually, we, we went to Arby's first. Then went home. <laughs> so that was our yeah, celebration. I love, I love watching, listening to you guys on the stream talking about Arby's. As, what's this obsession with Arby's? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. What's, I, I'll have to go to Earl's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, they wanted Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make your team happy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, I was thought I had something here, but never mind. Um, so do you think that what do you think our winners going to be like? Just based on on a we in Saskatchewan, we love to talk about the weather of us in Saskatchewan and make our own prognostications. So I'll put this to you first, Ryan. Do you, do you think we can get any worse than last winter? Well, I don't know. Do you like ten months of snow? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Our winters are always crazy. Um, I can see it being an average winter. Um, we had a lot less rain this year, so that might be in our favor, you know. But then again, the ground is still like it's not dry. But uh, like my sub bump only kicked in maybe twice this year, where last year it was like at the top the whole time. Right. So with the dryness, that might come in our favor. Um, I'm hoping, <laughs> but. You know. I've came to the conclusion that no one can predict our winters because they're going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Katie? What do, What do you think is going to happen this winter? I know it's it's August. We shouldn't be talking about winter, but unfortunately, it's inevitable. <laughs> we, have, we have to face facts. <laughs> um. Well, I think I I definitely agree. Like you know, with with the dryness, not as much. Um, precipitation, maybe there might not be as much snow, but I think that it might be pretty cold. Um, You know, during the earlier summer months, um, it was was a little warmer, but now it seems to be um, 
I don't know if it's just me or if it's, it seems, you know, a little cooler than normal. Maybe that's leading up to something. I'm not quite sure. Like, like you said, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's still a, it's still a toss-up. It's up in the air. It could be anything, I think. Saskatchewan's pretty unpredictable, so. Yeah, yeah. you can say that again. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that is everyone complains, oh, the winter seasons are getting longer. I, I don't believe there. I remember watching, like, I was a big fan of dinosaurs when I was a kid, but then again, who wasn't? And I've got this one book that actually talked about how, I don't know if it's been proven or not, or just something that this author wrote in the book that he claimed that seasons were all reversed where summer was winter, winter was, you know, summer. And, and uh, what's not to say that's kind of what's happening, you know, like in the middle of April, we're having a snowstorm where you know, that was unheard of. And mm-hmm. my birthday's, you know, a couple of days before Halloween. And, my whole life, dressing up for Halloween, we would put our costume on and then put six layers of jackets on, go outside and freeze half to death. And that was part of Halloween, where now kids are running around in their shorts. You know, so. <laughs> Definitely not the same Halloween experience I had. Huh? <laughs> so we have a question on Twitter from Owen Parker, wondering what our predictions for the first snowfall in Saskatchewan are. Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's that's getting pretty early there, Ryan. <laughs> I say by October, um, I can see I can see us having a snow by October and then going away. That or it'll be really dry and we won't have nothing till like Christmas Day, like a couple of years ago. So I've kind of two shots there, one or the other. Yeah, it'll either be really early or really late, and then <laughs> long. I would probably say. Yeah, like around Halloween, last week of October, early November is my prediction. Early week of October. No, the, for you? The end of October. Yeah, the end of October or early November. Okay, sorry, I heard you wrong there. Yeah, that, that would probably, I think that'd be bearable. And, you know, that's pretty spot on. Uh, I can't remember what we were like in October last year. I know the first big snowfall came in in the Regina area came in November, and that just set off a whole sort of cycle of every week. It seemed like we had a, it was it was sort of like tornado season last year. It was almost like every week we had a big storm system come through, right? But sure, and I, that's actually um, like our trees. You know, like last year. Everyone said they struggled with the ground and the trees and the water and all this stuff. Where this year, um, I don't think we had that issue because of the fact that it snowed so much and so fast at the beginning that the ground stayed unthawed is what I'm thinking. Because, like, when it melted, you know, nothing happened. And that's because with it staying warm, it sucked into the moisture where normally the ground freezes first and then it snows and then it stays on top, right? So, so that actually, like, the way it snowed last year, even though it sucked, was actually a good thing for us because it saved our spring. Yeah. I wanted to uh, also ask you, as somebody who's from Yorkton area, uh, were you affected in any way by the – oh, man, I'm going to screw this up. Was it the 2010 flood? Or was it, yes. It was yes. in 2010 that the, that they had that issue there? Sure was. That's why my basement looks as beautiful as it does. Um, not completely finished with everything, but for the most part, um, yeah. Um, I'm 
I missed the. St I was in Saskatoon and I got nailed in Saskatoon with the storm. I was at an Iron Maiden concert, and um, just as the concert ended, we all got out and you know twenty thousand people rushed through the cars in a hailstorm, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you looked up, there was constant lightning everywhere, like some of the most crazy lightning I've ever seen before, mm -hmm. and everyone's rushing to the cars. There's literally some people hiding underneath their cars, waiting for their other partner to come to unlock the doors because they were the passengers, and um, it rained so hard that like the cops actually like were on the highway like trying to get people um, through because you couldn't see where the road was. It was raining that hard, and um, I know when we woke up that like we were at Sandman and the hotel across from was flooded, flooded. Idlewell was flooded, and fine. We we packed our stuff and we went home. And on the way down, I'm I'm thinking around Fulham Lake. I seen this like really faint cloud, shelf cloud in the air. I'm like, wow, that looks like it destroyed something. And then I came to Yorkton, and I was like, oh, that's what it destroyed. <laughs> Us. <laughs> yeah, I had like four feet of water in my backyard. Oh, I came wow. home and and looked and um, seen geese <laughs> sitting above where my raspberries should be because <laughs> the water was above my raspberries. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tara, uh, the one near, she was kind of broke down, and, and I was like, I looked at this like, well, I don't know, maybe I should go to the pet shop and get some fish. <laughs> Find <laughs> something humorous. Uh, Katie Vickers said, there's a risk of frost here tonight. Well, in that, Regina? Uh, I'm not sure where she's referring to. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If, July 21st, uh, the day I actually, um, I think it was July 21st. Um, no, it was sometimes around that day, maybe the 27th. Um, we were like plus three. Yeah, it's we've been in this cold trend, and then really, the jet stream is so acted so weird lately for August, right? It's just not not keep keeping us warm like it normally does, really. Yeah, I remember August always kind of being a nice dry, you know, the end of summer kind of season, and yeah, definitely the beginning of winter now. <laughs> Doesn't feel like August. <laughs> well, hopefully that'll change. We're not done. We're far from over. So, but Maybe um, it'll be a nice yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can always hope. Eh? <laughs> uh, Katie, did you have any other uh, questions or remarks? Um, no, no. But it was great talking with you. Yeah, no, said both of you as well. <laughs> Katie uh, replied, "Yorkton area, Josh Ryan. You should know. I mean, our area." <laughs> Oh yeah, touche, touche. <laughs> Sometimes um, overthink things. <laughs> yeah, well, it's easy to do on in the world of social media, right? So true. Uh, um, so I put this question. Um, actually, no, I was asked this question a few weeks ago, and I kind of thought, well, it might actually be sort of a, a good question I could put to you. Um, just on a photography standpoint, what would be your favorite photography opportunity for a storm? Like, is it just a tornado? What would be your just dream setup uh, for having a storm? A sharknado. No, it's good. I love taking the lightning because um, it's an incredible challenge. Like, if a tornado is Freddy, you snap your figure, you got to pick your tornado, right? Yeah. Um, lightning not there for very long. Um, the other, on, on the fifth when we were out, um, with this year being so cold, 
I have only well, I've got some light, lighting shots, but they're all at the beginning of the season, like pretty much before June. This whole season, all of July, I've never seen a lighting star with anything but sheet lightning. Yeah. And we were sitting there on continuous shooting three, four hundred shots, and the second we stopped and looked down, and of course, that's when the bolt. Right. Happened. So yeah, I, I, I year, feel your pain. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a few from uh, when I was ghost hunting in Roche Percy, which is just in the Manitoba border, but in Saskatchewan. Um, that I haven't put online yet or shown anybody because it was like this a massive supercell with this like beautiful bolt coming down. That's like my so far my still my favorite shot of the year. So I haven't put it on public yet. So well, maybe like four people have seen it. So it's okay. Coming. Well, um, if uh, like like we said before, if you guys want to check out more of Ryan's work, you can check out his Facebook page and his website, which is linked to his website, yorktonstormhunter.com. And um, do you, do you plan on uh, being out streaming those uh, winter storms on TVN this winter? Sure am. Uh, when I was out with the Dominator crew, they were they were actually kind of excited that you know they're like, oh, snowing in you know Oklahoma and Texas don't really get to see snow, so they might find it a real treat to have someone in this area wanting to you know drive in the snow. You know? <laughs> it's, it's one thing to you know stream a snowstorm; it's one thing to find somebody who wants to drive through it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know when they chased I think that was in northern Oklahoma the Dominator 2 sure seemed to be like it was pretty good at getting through the snow there you had to to uh, steal that from them for the winter <laughs> oh when the yeah when the trees were like falling over to the weight of the snow yeah yeah Reed was telling you about that he was like he was like that's like my craziest snow chase I've ever had so that, that's he, he's pretty excited for it when we met him and we had uh, supper together, and I think between him and I, uh, I don't know whose laugh was louder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a comment on Twitter uh, from Owen Parker saying that the best photo op would be a perfect textbook supercell without extra cloud cover. That is true. Yeah, um, With the bolt of light. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, had one, I had one situation this year where line of storms formed to my east is too far to get it was in the evening but kind of was a nice sunset could have sort of lit the back of them off in the distance so i was shooting time lapse and the thing was there was a lower a closer layer of cloud cover which was lower right so it was sort of impeding your view so when you have a clear view of supercell structure that's really the a beautiful thing to to be able to shoot right so oh definitely that's that's what happened with me and Rache Percy. In fact, I was like, I didn't want to leave the spot. We were supposed to be filming this go show. So so uh, Cole Smith, uh, my uh, co-producer, he drove off and got the stuff he didn't need me for and left me there for like half an hour taking pictures of this cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Came and picked me up. The townsfolk were all looking at me weird. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of our podcast for tonight thanks so much ryan for taking time to uh, join us and uh, it's great talking with you and hearing all your, some of your great stories and who knows maybe at the end of august we'll be able to do another one we'll have a whole slew of more stories to do um at the very least at the end of winter i'm sure we'll have some more great stories what one, <laughs> one last question um how do you find driving driving the highways there in your car when you're streaming Is, do you, do you first of all I should ask you this do you always go out by yourself I don't always uh, I've only gone out literally three times by myself this year last year I was by myself most of the time 
Um, generally, like Chris generally drives for me. If I can't, I also have someone else backed up this Brandon Crane. Uh, and um, I like going out with a team because a it's much safer. Um, that way, I can keep track on you know the social media, the radars, the data, um, the stream when it goes down. You know, bad cell service, that kind of thing. And 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 the driver being Chris Blasco, he can focus on driving and nothing else but driving. Yeah. You know, and, so and how, just kind of so how, take instructions. So how about in the winter time? Do you have a do you have a special team for the winter time? <laughs> uh, every time I went out last year, actually, I went out with him. Sometimes I drove, sometimes he drove. And, oh yeah. Um, oh, depending yeah. on uh, the one time I didn't have my laptop, so he actually sat there holding the uh, the phone the whole time when I was streaming, you stream right off my phone. So you can imagine how bad it looked, but it was entertaining, and I still had viewers. So yeah, just, yeah, someone likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've really enjoyed well, being really able enjoyed. to watch your guys' stream um, early in the season when you were on Ustream and SaskatchewanWeather.ca, and you guys been streaming some great stuff and great lightning show that one time. I remember one uh, a few weeks ago, it turned on the stream, and there's you guys pulled over on the side of the highway again in, in a downpour of hail. He's like, oh, these guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my red burst. <laughs> that was the day Pipestone got uh, hit with that uh, tornado and, and uh, straight-line wind. Right, in Manitoba, right? That was the biggest straight line wind cloud, whatever, that I've ever seen. I was like, I had to take like seven photos just to keep the whole thing in shot. It was like, it went right across the sky. It was just amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, Pipestone, the Manitoba area has really been hit, not just with, you know, winds and stuff, but with rain as well. Uh, this year. Yeah, that was uh, July 13th. Right. I'm glad you got all these dates down available because <laughs> I am. Um, I not... kept a chase. I have a chase diary on my website. Okay, well that's yeah. another great thing to uh, check. Actually, I was that's just on your website earlier, website. looking through some of that stuff. Some great stuff on there. Yeah. Katie, any other final questions or remarks you want to add? No, no, but it's been great to be on here. It's been fun. I I would like to thank my team, uh, Katie Vickers and Chris Vasco, because. Uh, they're essential part to it. I also like to thank people like Natani Briasa and Nick the Body and everybody else, you know, Sean Jover and Reed Timber who put me on TVN, which was amazing and epic. Um, these there's other guys too, I can't think of names right now. Um, these are the guys that help me, teach me, um, you know, tell me what I need to know and have helped me, you know, with my streaming. Like Natani's helped me countless times setting up the stream and teaching me radars. Owen Parker's another one who was the one that texted you earlier. So I uh, owe a great debt to them for helping me. And for the viewers, kids rock. (laughs) (laughs) And for people like you, of course, doing what you do with your Saskatchewan weather. Well, it's great to have you as a contributor on there. You got some great photos. Ryan's got some great uh, photos and videos posted on there as well, including from the uh, uh, Sack tornado. Um, just that's available right on on the homepage there. And uh, your YouTube channel is what? <laughs> Testing me here. It is uh, Yorkshire Storm Hunter. Okay. All all, all, all of the links are right on my page too. The Flickr, my Facebook, right. Twitter, my Ustream. Yeah, all of his uh, great videos from uh, 2013 season available on there. And um, 
Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. No problem. And uh, good luck the rest of the season. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, pleasure. Anytime. Pleasure. Um, Keep now for the snow. (laughs) Yeah. Keep up your (laughs) keep up your good work with the snow out there. (laughs) (laughs) Might have four by four by then. Yeah. Well, that that comes in handy. I can speak from experience for that. So. So do winter tires. Yeah. I I strongly strongly believe in people having winter tires. And when I can get through stuff with my little car that big trucks can't get in that have all seasons, that's awesome. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. <laughs> you also have to have lots of momentum sometimes. Yes. Just gun it through there. Do um, what is uh one last thing while we're on the topic of winter? Uh, what was the biggest winter storm that you saw last year in the Yorkton area? Last year. Uh, there, there were so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough to pick one out. Eh? Yeah, there's that one where it snowed a lot, and then the next day it snowed some more. <laughs> um, the hardest to drive in was that one, I think it was in the beginning of April, because yeah. it was all melting, and then we had like this two feet of heavy snow. Yeah, uh, April, that one was pretty yeah, stressful it, a little bit. But. Yeah, April was pretty yeah. tough actually, right across southern Saskatchewan for, yeah. for stuff. And that seems to be more common. Like everyone complained, "Oh, it never snows in April." Uh, years back, this is only five, six years ago. Um, me and my older brother were helping uh, shingle my dad's roof, and um, April fifteenth it was, and we woke up the next day to two feet of snow on the roof. What <laughs> <laughs> oh. happens? More than I guess people think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some people in, like you said earlier, in Oklahoma and stuff can't really believe some of the roads that we drive on up here in the winter. But Well, the funniest comment I had when I was streaming in the winter was this guy, I think he's in the States, and he's like, where the hell are you guys from? Are you guys like in the middle of the Arctic? I'm like, no, oh, this is Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Like, it's like, why do you stay? <laughs> Where <are> you, Kernian? <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get a lot more now that you're on TV and you're going to get people from like Australia and stuff. They're going to be, whoa. Oh, I've had greetings ready from like seven, eight countries, which is absolutely awesome. But Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night and um, enjoy the rest of your summer august whether it's 18 degrees or 30 degrees mm-hmm. and keep your stick on the ice <laughs> that's a good close <laughs> i'm gonna start using that more <laughs> <laughs> have a good night guys we'll see you later okay thanks